Okay, George, welcome back everyone to the Bone Zone. As always, thank you so much for being here. Uh, it's been a little while since we last talked. Uh, that's my it's, fault. That's uh, me no, 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 that's my fault too. Uh, there was so much going on for both of us. It, that's why I'm glad we do this once a month because yeah. we have a whole month to try to actually find the time to sit down. And I feel like there's so much more to talk about in a short period of time, which really makes these uh, these episodes like more action-packed. So. Mm. Um, but so yeah, there's man. a few things coming up, uh, that I want to talk to everyone about. Number one is I am going to be at compete sport with my wife, Angie Genesis BOC and T on, uh, September 17th. We were able to find uh, a babysitter. So we're going to drive down for one day and drive back. Um, it's going to be awesome. I don't know what your plans are. I heard you kind of talking about it on the podcast with Louie. What, what are your plans for the event? You wanted to do some like hosting together. Yeah, so are you, are you? I'm assuming you're going to play in part of it, yeah? Uh, I probably will. We need to practice some more because I keep telling everyone. I'm learning every, next week. Dude, so. every, everyone laughs because they're like, you cover Genesis all the time and you you build decks and you know this and that. I'm like, listen, time is my enemy. Yeah. Like, I've played 10 games of Genesis since I've started playing Genesis. 10. Like, that's <laughs> these fingers. That's wild. So, yeah, like, that's I'm, wild. I'm into the deck building. I watch right. a lot of videos. I'm into the strategy of it. The thing is, until you're actually sitting down and playing all right. the time, it's not going to click as much. So, Angie and I are going to sit down over the next couple of weeks and get some games in like we've been planning on doing. So, yes, I would love to play in the event. Um, and if you're learning, you're going to be playing, too. You're also talking about doing some, I think you're going to have some live streaming set up. And we yeah, might do we're going to have commentary. a live stream set up. Um, I'll, I'll call you. We'll, we'll hear what I need to bring, what you need to bring, but we'll, cool. we'll bring up, I plan on, I plan to have everything streamed. Like, let's make it yeah. an event. Yeah. I could bring my, I mean, I have a bunch of computers. I have my, I know I computer. have the computers that I don't need, but if you, I need, okay. my, I need cameras and stuff. Yeah. I have, I have a bunch of cameras. I have a bunch of different things I can bring. I can even borrow some stuff from work, um, cool. which is awesome that, that they allow yeah. us to do that. So now um, we're talking. So yeah, yeah, I'll I'll try to get whatever we need, but that's on awesome. September seventeenth. And give us a little bit of information about the event itself, like what you plan on doing, what Genesis plans on doing, as far as so, prize support and all that stuff. Yeah, so it's our normal circuit, so it's a five thousand dollar prize. Uh, and if you win or you're top eight, you get to go to Worlds, and Worlds will be in uh, the land of Putin. <laughs> And you get if you win mine, I will buy your first bowl of poutine. You send me nice, nice. And uh, you're gonna if the way I like this a lot. How Genesis works is, let's say, I know this will not happen, but I know we have a couple of great people coming down for my event. So let's say by some miracle, uh, Joe G decides he can beat one of my locals. Joe G, I think already has an invite. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he has like eight of them. Yeah. And so like he he doesn't take a spot in nationals or worlds from one of my players it just gets passed down that's awesome so i think that's great that's great so yeah so in addition to the cash prizes i'm putting up about i think two or three thousand dollars of other prizes dang dude um that is the event is totally free yeah free food free drinks soda obviously that's awesome man that's um, awesome. it'll be a completely free event come on down enjoy yourself 1945 fletcher street compete sport september 17th if you're coming into town, uh, go ahead and uh, DM me on Discord or email me, uh, and we can figure out where you're staying. If you need a ride, we're going to help everybody out. Um, awesome, this is going to be a great time. 
and I'll I plan on driving down there, so I'll have my truck with me. So if anyone uh you know needs help with rides somewhere while we're around too, more than happy to help with that. Um, and then we're talking about maybe all sharing an Airbnb or doing something yep. like that. So yep. uh yeah, so this will be this will be good. I think it'll be not only a very inexpensive trip for most people no. going, but yeah. it'll be a fun trip. Um, where we're gonna we're gonna pack a lot into one day, you know. Oh, for sure. Um, like I'm, I mean, you don't have to worry about meals on the day of the event, September seventeenth. If you're coming into town, awesome, a couple of us are going out to eat on that night. I'll pick up the tab for that. Like it should be a pretty uh, so inexpensive great, uh, way to spend a weekend in Best Carolina. Yeah, Best Carolina. That's why I've been telling everyone. I even wrote yeah. that in my vacation request to my boss. I said yeah. I, we're going to be going to South Carolina, but in quotations, I put Best Carolina, and he kind of got a good laugh at that. Um, yeah, right. I have a new boss at work, and it's been. Oh, dude, work's been so much better, too. It's been Good. fantastic. Yeah, so it's it's given me a lot more time to, in my downtime, while I'm waiting for things to break, uh, work on some more stuff for the channel and cool. kind of move things around lunch-wise and stuff if I need to get off early to do something like this with you. Um, yeah. it's, it's been really, really good at work lately. So that's helped the channel a lot too. Um, cause I, I think, I think you remember, I did a community post a while back where I was like, I might not be doing a video for two to three weeks because yeah, classes are starting, but we got everything pretty knocked out, pretty much knocked out quick. So we're back to good. normal. Um, but yeah, so anyways, uh, we're talking about Genesis. Let's talk about the origins Kickstarter release. So you saw my video. I think everyone that's watching this probably saw no, my video. I saw I saw your Fudmaster Flex video. And <laughs> yeah, that's then like was. you try to soften it in your Discord <laughs> by giving it a score that you don't mention on your video. I, I know. Sid was so mad. He's like, why didn't you say that score? I'm like, I don't know, because I'm not really a score person, but people were well, asking what's the me. Score? Well, I said, I said I would give it a nine out of ten. And the reason I would give it a nine out of 10 had nothing really to do with the product itself. Why but as you, you saw, on the, well, the, what'd you say? Why did I give it a Why? nine? Yeah. So I'm my, sure that our viewers would want to know. Yes. So my biggest complaint was communication with a lot of things, communication yeah. that the flavor text was removed communication that epics were. All right. All right. Stop. Stop. Go right ahead. Go. Stop right there. Go ahead. Listen. I am not one that's um, uh, that shies away from criticizing these companies. I'm picky, if, George. I'm if picky I have a shit. problem with these with any of these companies, <laughs> these companies will know about it. All right. Yeah. Got me in trouble in the past. I'll be the first to admit it. No, not lucky. you, not no. me. But like, if I've got a problem, the games will know it. Yeah. This is the dumbest thing I have ever heard whined about. And this is the whiniest biz industry I have ever been a part of. <laughs> so here's the thing. It is dumb. It is small. It is whiny. But Sid literally said, whenever I review stuff, he wants anything that was on my mind or the community's mind about things that they weren't happy with or if things that they're not like happy to about flavor text not being on a box. By the way, <laughs> this was new to me until somebody said, Can you believe the nonsense that somebody's complaining well, about? That's the problem too, though. It was new to everyone the day that we found out Kickstarter was shipping. That stuff was that stuff was being removed. Now, did let he me... promise flavor text to people? Well, I think it was a given because people from the Kickstarter campaign were the ones that did a contest where they could have their flavor text added in the set. So I think people assumed it was going to be on the Kickstarter cards. But here's the thing: let's let's go over. I, I said they were piddly things. My biggest thing was communication overall. So those few things were just communication related. I think that one's a lot more fair. Yeah, it's um, it's communication in general, which means all these little things. The biggest thing was the tracking and the shipping communication. 
Um, yeah, that's fair. I, I got my stuff shipped to me and it was sitting on the in my front door and or on my front door. Luckily, it didn't rain, but it wasn't packaged well. Um, and oh, really? Not packaged well at all. All my boxes were damaged. They were all smashed in. Really? Yep. And and it's because I get it. There's I, Let me be the mm, let me give you like the benefit that. of the doubt here. There was no paper or bubble wrap in the box to yeah. stop the boxes or all the stuff from moving around. Luckily, nothing was damaged other than the boxes themselves. No cards yeah. inside were. But if I was a collector and wanted to keep those sealed, I'd be pretty mad. Um, but a little bit of paper, a little bit of bubble wrap would have went a long way. But the biggest thing was I didn't get tracking until a week after it was already at my door. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. And so that made a lot of people this. How many boxes did you get in your Kickstarter? I got six. So you got a case? Yes. I got did a case. Did it come in a case? It didn't come in a real case box. It came in a Duh. slightly bigger box. Yeah. It came in a slightly bigger box because everything Why? was loose, George. I don't know. What else? What unless else was in the box? Unless those are the cases they're using for their uh -huh. boxes now. That's why I was so no confused. Because yeah. mine, mine came great. The the cases well, were thick. Mine had, had the no coins, problem. the box with the coins. I had the little <laughs> package with all the promo cards, the poker oh, chip. So I had all that extra that stuff. I get so many. Sure. So mm -hmm. all of our stuff came loaded in one box where everything okay. could just flail around. Yeah, um, that's not good. Now, here's the thing. Pardon my burp. Um, Here's the thing. I talked to Sid about this. A big part of it was, you know, there were 666 backers. Not good. No, not good. That's all the devil. That's, that's bad luck as it is. But Azad, were... next time you got to phone a friend, buddy. You got to get that to 667 or you got to get somebody out. You got to fix something. You got to fix it. This is not good. You don't want to be messing with that. But the biggest thing with that is that's a shitload of orders for two people to pack. It was Sid and his wife, and they had other people helping. Now, in my mind, as soon as the Kickstarter ended, I would have been compiling some team of people that we could have that could have set up a chain of how to ship, get tracking to people. Yeah. It doesn't seem like there was any real organization happening. It kind of uh. seemed like it was like here's a bomb of product. Holy shit, what do we do with it? Let's so, get it out, you know? So this probably deals a little bit about how we grade things differently, to be honest. I, my yeah. grade's weirdly the same as your grade, but for very different reasons. Okay. I don't, that doesn't affect my grade for the product because, like, that's not the product, right? That's the shipping. If and it's that's not fair. That shipping, that's fine. Well, like, and that's why mine has a, a Kickstarter review, like, of uh, Kickstarter okay. in general. Cute, cute. That's my cute way of making nah, that's what cute. I'm saying. That's adorable. Okay. That and the stupid, that's what that, it is. doing that in the flavor text. <laughs> I wasn't like, the one that was throwing the, the big fit about the that. The flavor text makes me Let so Let me angry. say, that wasn't me who threw the big fit about that. I want to clear the air there. That that was not me. I just that said, is, I just said the communication on it could have been better. It's great because yeah. somebody always asked me like, what, like, what about the TCG industry is so weird? And I used to give other examples, but now I give this example. Yeah. It is um, the good, it is the best example. It's like this yeah. is like because this is what these poor game designers have to deal with. The lore. I need yeah, the, the lore <laughs> on my box. Oh wait, if you care about the lore on your Kickstarter box, spoiler, you're gonna buy the retail box too. Yeah, you're not a normal fan. You're gonna so buy stop mining. Correct. Yep. Oh my god. You may not want to, but you're um, gonna. You're gonna. Yeah. So okay. So um. I think that's largely fair. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know much about the shipping. I, you know, I think there's, there's certainly some room for improvement there. I yeah, think, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. very fair. Um, so let me go over what I love about what's going on with in Origins and what I think um, and why I give the same score. Uh, great set. Yeah. Oh great yeah. Set. Everybody's loving the set. 
everybody is but you know i sold out of my initial run in 12 hours it's great dude like i honestly think i said this before and people were calling me a shill and they can but it is the it is the best set flavor wise <laughs> not the flavor text but flavor wise with phage and everything i like about card games everything i like about genesis it is probably my favorite set i've ever opened of any tcg and that could be because i was only you know i haven't been playing as long as the other people but i've known all of the cards that exist up until this point for almost two years now everyone else has been playing with the cards for five years so maybe it's just it's fresh and my eyes are on something fresh and maybe why maybe that's why it feels that way but it is one of the most fun products i've ever opened because i'm excited about cards for my deck and not just pulling the promo card or the special card. I really need all the cards to build my deck. We'll go over that in a minute, but yeah, yeah. I agree. Like I, I, I think the, um, I think it's a great box of cardboard. And like, listen, like, and that's, you know, I tell us, you know, I, I now talk to too many games to be candid. Um, and like the first thing I tell them is if your box of cardboard sucks, nothing else matters. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if, you know, especially for me, right. You know, this is what I like. If I think your box of cardboard isn't fun, and that can be fun to collect, fun to play, fun to yeah. whatever. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna care about your game. Sure. You know, there's other games out there right now. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Akora, and uh, you know, I don't care about them. Yeah, they're not. They, they're not. They, they don't speak to me. Yeah. If they speak to your viewers, that's great. DM me. I'll, I'll get you a box. Uh, but like, I, it doesn't do. And I don't look at it. Go like, man, this is exciting. The gameplay doesn't excite me. There's nothing there that makes me go like, man, I'm in. Man, am I in? Yeah, it's the uh -oh. artwork versus gameplay thing. Like Akora, yeah. people like the artwork. MetaZoo, people like the artwork. There there are games people like the artwork. Would I actually sit down and want to play the game, though? No. Me personally? Well, I mean, and no. this is where Genesis is, I would argue, best in class. Their gameplay is best in class. And this box is best of Genesis. Yeah. Which is also a con when I get to my score. Yeah. But for right now, I'm in my pro section. <laughs> and that is, I think, the best thing is that this is the this is the best TCG for playability. This is their best set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands down. And I will um, say Alex Miller is, a, is the major reason as far as mechanically why this set is what it is. Alex took an approach to Sid during Ray's that I took in my review of a lot of different games, including Genesis at first, which was, dude, there's problems with some of this shit, but you have a great thing at its core. We need to help you figure this great thing out. Sid is such a, a reasonable person that yeah. he let Alex move in to help him on these things because he saw the potential of the game. Just like Assad saw Damien's potential as an art director. And now we have this incredible artwork that's coming out now. So... Uh, I want to talk about art in a minute, but yes, yeah. I largely agree with you. I'm going to put some caveats on this. Yeah, Again, go ahead. Nine out of ten is a great score. Yeah. Um, so best gameplays, best set. That's a win. That's a yeah. win. It's e like if we've learned nothing from the last three years of these indie TCGs, it should be play testing is a lot harder than we think it is. Yep. And yep. it also takes more time and more resources than we think it does. Yep. That's that's they, definitely true. And they figured it out and they're like, yep. this is where we're gonna put our dollars. We're putting our dollars into gameplay. 
I'm not going to be in cards. I'm not going to have these kind of, I'm not going to have these kind of balance issues. I'm going to make it so that the game is good and balanced right away. Yeah. Futurely give it to the people and let the people work out the problems, you know, and and reward them for working those problems out. Yep. Absolutely. So I think that's fantastic. Yep. Um, I think the Kickstarter box as a box is a home run. I think the box toppers are fantastic. They're awesome. I love, I'm I'm sure everybody saw, if you're listening to this podcast, one of Compete Sports boxes had the uh, pre-alpha angel. Yeah, more than one had pre-alpha cards, though. You got, what, three or four? Hold on, boo-boo. Hold right? on, boo-boo. We've gotten more boxes of that than anybody else in America. Dude. We deserve more. Yeah. I've gotten one pre-alpha out of the boxes I got, I'd be mad at Assad. Did you All guys right? get signed cards? Because the signed cards, I didn't yeah. really... To me, the sign cards didn't look impressive because the uh, good. it was kind of smeared, first of all, the signature, which I'm being picky about. But someone said to me, I think it was Shrockwave uh, in the Discord, said to me, um, what's to what's to stop Sid from signing other cards? And it's like, well, nothing. Nothing. Anyone like, could sign any cards. But he's I have, like, well, a, that doesn't I, make I have cards I want Assad to sign when he's in. But he's like, well, that doesn't make it feel that special then. And I'm like, well, it all depends on the kind of collector you are. If you need proof that that was one all of right. the ones that came from Kickstarter and that was uh, signed, I don't stop, know. I'm no. I'm not worried uh, about that. All right. But some so, Rockwave, I got nothing but love for you. But here's <laughs> my argument: How many people are going to go to a circuit event where Assad is? That's true. With 200? Kickstarter cards to say sign this, like it's special because it's signed. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I'm all in. I I think the box topper is fantastic. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm ordering more Kickstarter boxes because my players are like, I don't want to order the retail version. I'm like, all right, well, jerks. I guess I will front load this again. Well, um, I'm going to get some more from you whenever you get them in for I know. sure. I mean, I I've already opened eight Assad. and I God, need more. I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to order more again. Yeah. <laughs> he printed 5,000, I mean, right? So I will bet you uh, that's not true. This will be one of the top three sets I've ever sold for anything. Really? Game. I'll bet you. Wow. It's been moving. Yeah, it's been really moving. That was part of my. You're you're covering all my next questions, so keep keep going. Yeah. Um, so, and I want to have like why I think that's the case, and this is where this is why I think you could convince me my nine score is low. And if you were like twisting my arm, I think I'd probably go nine five. Yeah, that that's exactly what I said the other day um, when someone pushed me on it. I said nine nine five. Yeah. Yeah. So like, no game has walked the walk. To support the LGS, like Genesis, that is absolutely true. Uh, yep. Every game talks to talk. Yep. Every game talks to talk. Every game, you know, how, how are you different than Magic? Well, I'm going to be LGS focused. Yeah. Well, then they don't. Then they're not. Uh, then they're like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have you host events, but not give you product or help you sell boxes. I'm going to yeah. give. I'm going to give promos to either like big box or to big partners or something like that. And, but I'm going to ask you to host all the events. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. Events cost me money. They don't make me money. Yep. Selling boxes makes me money. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have to sell boxes if I want to eat. Yep. And so like they did the LGS promos, they are doing the play. They have, if you're, if you're a, a Patreon backer of theirs, you can pick it up in store. You get an extra promo. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's, they, there's little or no cost for, for you as an LGS owner. If anything, they're losing money by sending you stuff 
which they're which isn't a loss, but it's an investment in that LGS. Yeah. They're not charging you for an LGS kit. They're not giving nope. you prize support that they expect you to carry on through each new event that comes out as prizes for old stuff. They're they're not doing that type of stuff. Nope. I mean, like, so like no game does more when it comes to actually doing more. Yeah. Than Genesis. Yep. I can completely agree on that without even uh anyone calling me a shill because there's proof to back that up. If you call me a shill, sure. I don't, really care. I don't I, either, I, but I, I mean that's I don't read the comments. I don't read the comments section. That's uh, so I don't even I don't even get those comments either, but I, I know that that's how people feel a lot of times when we talk about Genesis versus mm-hmm. other games, but it's, they can, it's more of having faith in something. And that's what I want people to understand. Listen, I have faith I, in this game. I share my opinions. You can like them or not. That's what yeah, matters. Yeah. Um, so um, the, like, that's the big plus. Um, the art and card quality in the box was a big step forward. Oh, yeah. Still some work to do. Which part in but particular is still some work to do? Hmm? Which part in particular still some work I to do? I think both. I think the quality could still use a little bit of a tweak. Not much. Much better. Much better. Print, cut, which part? Definitely foiling. The foiling, yeah. Yeah. I'm not talking about the promos. Those are horrific quality. Yeah, the promos no, are minute. bad. The promos are but bad. But like yep. inside the box, very good. Art much improved. I do want to see some changes in the art again. Or go over this is my things that I think need to be said. Second. Yeah. But again, pro box way better. Yeah. Hard quality way better. Art quality way 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 better. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, overall, very good. I think very like a top tier. Oh yeah. You know, probably uh, probably not quite Magic or Pokemon level. For quality, but probably one step down. And I feel like, uh, since we're talking about artwork, I feel like the artwork is, it's special too, because it kind of has, Sid said this too, it kind of has, some of the cards have an early, some of the artists have an early magic kind of feel to their artwork. Oh, yeah. Where you look at art. Yeah, well, where you look at a card and you think it might be a classic card one day that someone's going to go back and look at and go, Remember when we thought this art was horrible, but God, I really, I have nostalgia for this art now. Like, like you do with some of the magic cards, you go back and look at them now and you're like, oh my God, I used to think this is so bad, but it brings back so many memories. Yeah, I mean, the, like, hell, that part's really cool. Tabernacle yeah. Terrible in high school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what, that's my point. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, okay. So those are my big pluses. Those are big pluses. Great game playing. Yeah. Great box. Great box stoppers. Great support for LGS. Uh, you know, uh, really like overall very successful. Yeah. Here were some things that if I were uh, Assad, I would um, think about. Um, listen, I've, be- I've beaten this drum. Nobody listens, and that's okay. For the love of God, you got to make this game more collectible. Yeah, there has to be something special, which I believe, I can't say much. I believe there were some talks that were had behind the scenes about different foiling techniques that are being looked at different different print techniques um like we're seeing with magic having the uh the raised areas and stuff uh, Sid, i don't know if that's let me I'm don't do that to, don't do that Asad. i don't know Call him before you do that what i know is that there was a talk at one point i had with sid where he said the team has looked into other foiling and printing options different cool things that we can do with our printer and now the printer that they've worked with forever that everyone wanted them to drop is getting better and better and understanding things more. 
And you're, the printer, you're, you're going to eat that last comment in a second, but continue. Okay. I'll well, let you go first. Well, I think they've gotten better at what they've yes. done for sure. But um, they've also got excited into looking at what options are available. Like they want to really hone their craft too, which is it's, it just goes to show you though, when you keep a group of people together that all started in the beginning and you work with them, you can really yeah. cultivate something great. But there's also obviously things that need to be worked on, which is what you're talking about. But go ahead, finish your rest yeah. of your, uh, your um, You know, they got to build some collectability in. Yeah. Like that has been my biggest gripe with Genesis that remained my biggest gripe. You know, uh, they supported the Black Border Society in um, an, at Collecticon. Theirs were the only cards that weren't foiled. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. And like I get they want foiled cards to be rare, but like I and I support that. I think that's I think that's smart in the box. Yeah, it's like early magic. Right. But I think like there has to be some type of wiggle room. They did the Black Border Society for charity, by the way. I wasn't just yeah. supporting Black Border Society. It was like it was supporting nonprofits of their Gotcha. Uh I believe Tanner also did the same thing. Gotcha. Um your your betting, your your bestie. Hey, I I have no, no problem. No, with... we all we all saw your hate comments. It's all right. We I all have no problem hate. with Taylor himself. We I we just don't have I don't have faith in cryptic yet. They have to you change my mind. They have right. to change my mind. Legions it's did it. Right. Legions changed my mind. We'll right. see about cryptic. Maybe. It's all right. <laughs> we, we, saw, we saw your comments. Tanner did too. Tanner's much natural oh, than I am. Call I called him publicly. Taylor. That's the guy from Legions. Yeah, no. Tyler's my store manager too. That's like, what is Tyler? Why are you bringing Tyler into this? I love it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, all right. That's Sorry, all right. Tanner. So, that was bad too. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I mean, like they have to build some collectability in these boxes. Yeah, for um, sure, for sure. I that's my biggest gripe by a mile. My biggest gripe by a mile is that. Okay. So that's let me get to some more of the of the practical things that like would that uh, if I were Assad, I would really think through. Yeah, I have a policy in my store, and every in, in every fun park I have, in the LGS, in everything I own, if it's retail oriented. If you don't greet the customer in the first fifteen seconds, you're on George's poop list. Yeah. And that's for one reason. You're making your life hard. If I, if a customer walk, this is there are a thousand studies on this. Yeah. If a customer walks into the store and they get greeted the first 15 seconds, they feel welcome and they start looking for things that are right, things that they like, things that they enjoy. If you don't, they look for things that are wrong and things that they complain about. So their whole perception of your store has changed radically. Sure. In that first, it's really five seconds. I say fifteen, so that my employees don't quit. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. Listen, that's retail. When I work retail. I I grew up working at Zales Jewelers. Yeah. All right, making I think six fifty an hour, if I remember right. Yeah. And like, listen, I made clear I was going to greet every single customer. Yeah. Instantly, if I'm yep. with a customer. Oh, here you go. Oh, hi, sir. We'll be right with you. Give me one second. Yep. The thing I hate the most is when I walk into a store and no one acknowledges me. I've worked in retail my entire life up until seven years. Well, 10 years ago, I worked in retail my entire life, which was 15 years of retail. Yeah. Uh, and that whole time, most of the jobs I was in was a manager. And the hardest thing was to get people to be like, listen, get off your ass and go say something to someone. Yeah. Like, just exactly. go say, I see yeah. you there. Hey. Yeah. It's not that difficult. No, yeah. not that hard. No. So here is my point to Assad. Yeah. When I get a box from you, the first thing I do is feel the promos. Yep. That's your greeting to me as a consumer. Yeah. Nothing is more important than that first 15 seconds. 
Yeah. Those first 15 seconds for this set were the worst 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. Because the promos were rough again. And yep. I don't think that's that big of a deal. If 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 you could wave a magic wand and make it so that people will only look at the promos after they open the box, I'm not, I don't think I would care. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have that magic wand. Yep. So the first 15 seconds of opening, you're like, oh, did the card quality not really improve? Well, no, it did. You just got to wait 15 seconds. That's the biggest part is we said early on, George, that this Kickstarter needed to basically hit as many tens as it could. You know, it needs to hit as it, it needs to have as many wins as they could possibly muster. And the biggest win of all would have been when I opened that, even if my boxes were damaged in shipping, even with that, if I would have grabbed the content creator promos that I got and all my other promos, and they wouldn't have been bent like Pringles and treated with a little more care than they were, that would have made such a big difference. Going yeah, forward, and- I want them to continue doing things like that, like the kit, like the store promos, the content yeah. creator promos. But I will tell you right now, I will not be into that if it's the same stuff I just got to give to my patrons. Because my patrons well, got that's cards. Crazy talk. I'll still be into it aside. Don't worry. I'll still I, take it. I will too. Oh. But my, my, I was upset sending my patrons cards that were not only I curling, but that were chipped. And I'm like, here, this is the collector piece that I busted, you know, my butt working towards to get $600 to buy this kit. And then I send you something in the mail that you're, you know, as a thank you for your support and it's damaged. Yeah. I mean, I that felt I bad. agree with that. that I agree bad. with that. Um, that I agree with. I don't, I didn't think about that way, but that I agree with. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, listen, like the first, like that, I think was my biggest disappointment. Um, lastly, uh, and like, this is a real, this is honestly their biggest problem. They haven't realized yet. If I were a betting man, Oregon's is such a better set. It's going to kill J2. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing. People don't realize. And that was what I had to, you, you guys corrected me. You remember teasing me the bone zone that we had Assad on because you're like, you're the justice guy. You don't even know the product. Well, there was something Sid said at one point though, that was the miscommunication, which was remember origins is real or Genesis is really going to start at origins. And what he meant by that is like the majority of people are going to find out about the game through origins, but J two cards are still going to be legal and are supposed to be played alongside and with well, origins. And I didn't here's realize what I don't that get. at the time. Why do they reprint it then? Yeah. Make it one print. Yeah. I think it was, a. I think there's two reasons for that. My understanding is all of the, they didn't print enough of the original J2. So they wanted to do the J2P2 second printing, which was why when they did that, they said, we're going to make these full arts. We're going to, we're going to test the waters with our printer and see if things have really been fixed before we do the origins print. So I think it was ultimately a good decision, but there is a lot of confusion and there's a lot of people who are buying J2 boxes and not knowing what's what. And then they open it up at home and they go, why the hell aren't these full art? epics in here oh well that was j2p2 that wasn't the original j2 so there's a lot of confusion from collectors yeah, about I, set, I, like, I um that is something i think they're gonna have to deal with um yeah that's a problem yeah um, you know listen it's a, you know they're small yeah things for happen, sure. but like these are just things that i think assad's gonna have to work through um yeah none of this is like like nuclear level, nuclear level no, card game I ending stuff at all, at all. The last set I gave a score this high to was a game I won't talk about. Their first set, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, is that is that quality sure. of box? And you know that same game, uh, third set in, expansion set was my favorite because that was where I started. And then it, well, it led me to those previous products like you're talking about. So yeah. then I bought more like, of those other products and was like, oh, now I, I get it. This is certainly in that tier for me that like yeah. I have rated one other set in the same range. Yep. Um, one other box in the same range. Like I think it's like, and I, you know, and like to um, uh, to Assad's credit, like that's hard to pull off. Like I've, you know, yep. there's I've, I've, you know, I have now discussed probably forty other sets. Yeah. Um, of between all the games that everybody wants me to talk about, and this is arguably number one or number two. And I think it's good to remember for the people watching this, I think it's good to remember not only like we, we talked about, they're, they're a small company. So please keep that in mind because that is a very important part. Yeah. Things things are growing rapidly. They don't have the people for it. They're trying to figure it out. It's This is the spot where cards card games fail or or you know win. This is the spot right here. So keep that in mind. The other thing is, remember that the player base started out as just that players the only people collecting were people like steve-o who was the champion and he was trying to collect all the early cards because he saw something and he got in on it early he was the one that took a chance on the game like you took a chance on the other game we were talking about uh the game what what, what should we call it now the game that shall not be mentioned no, um, that's not what I'm like, talking about like, so like i think like i think and that is what has caught me off guard most about genesis Nobody views it as an investment. Yeah, no, people want to. And that that's the last thing on my list for Genesis here is, dude, flippers are not flipping. It is hilarious to go on the Discord page in buy and sell for Genesis. And to see these people day one, I got a whole set of un uncut sheets, $1,800. Who wants them? <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? And then I saw Kickstarter box for sale, $900. Get them while they last. Or, okay, sorry, let me case, be very clear. Cases. Did I say cases? Oh, yeah. Not okay, boxes. No, no. All right. Yeah. All right. I was, I was about to put some still, up for sale. Let me be honest with you. No, none of this, none of this got touched, right? So then I saw all these people drop it. And I saw someone the other day list their Kickstarter, their whole Kickstarter kit, which had a box, all the goodies and stuff for 175 CAD, which was like 140. That's what they paid for it. Like, yeah. like that's what you paid. So, well, yeah, I mean, like, the flippers are flipping, you know, it's a player's game. It always has well, been. And the collectability it, will build. It will it will yeah. get there. It's just not there yet. Um, I think the box right now needs to be about 100 bucks. And that's about where it's at. Yeah. Like, I think that's a good, healthy price point for Kickstarter box is about 100 bucks. Yep. That's about where it is. Yeah. Um, you know, what would scare me is if it was $50. Yeah. And what would scare me is if it was at five hundred dollars. The when lowest I've seen was was eighty four ninety nine. That was the yeah, lowest like, I've seen. Uh, not, that's below math. They're naughty. Yeah. Um yep. but that was private, uh, that was private sales. Oh that was I, people I mean, selling their stuff. That wouldn't shock me. Like, yeah, you know, no, that was I, people you know, selling their own nicely. stuff. Yeah. If if somebody at the store has bought a case or two uh for their decks, I, I you know these people are building free decks for people at my store now. Yeah. You know, I, I you know I, dial me up sure. um you know um but you know boxes are roughly 100 bucks yeah and like this is great that's good that's healthy uh yeah. what's unhealthy and i think we've now seen like the good parts i think people are starting to wisen up what's unhealthy is when it's 50 or when it's 500 yeah oh yeah because both of those end in despair 
which is what worries me about cryptic which is why i said what i said about it the boxes are too high it's too similar to magic the gathering that's not tanner's fault it isn't tanner's fault but it is a major problem and it gives people a problem that can be solved it can be very candid here that's a problem that will be solved yeah. Like that price? And I hope so. I really hope so. Unsustainable price. Yeah. Do not buy a Riddle 66 box for thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars. That's silly. You're going to get racked eventually. And people should be smart enough now after seeing what happened with all these other games that have been literally shitting the bed lately. I mean, all there are so all many games. Kickstarter yeah. games falling apart right now that people should be very, very weary saying of that. My Maelstrom backing might not work out. Yes, I, with me. Gets I me have some me, news man. for you. You might want to go to their Discord and read no, a little I'm bit. I'm not back Maelstrom. I have never <laughs> even talked about Maelstrom until they no. went belly up, and I was like, this is why I didn't talk about Maelstrom. Yeah, it's just um, nostalgics is the same way. Uh, Nostalgics is brutal. Polywog it's funny. is done. Polywog's Can I hear this? I'll hear this story. Oh, this is a funny oh. story. I'll hear this story. Yeah. So, uh, Nostalgics is in a couple of my distros. Uh, one of my distros, I think. At least one. And uh, so they, you know, when they when they first got it, yeah, they're like, "Hey, George, you're one of our top customers. You you you're really big into NDTCGs. How many <laughs> Nostalgics yeah. do you want?" And I was like, "What?" I'm into, I'm into good NDTC keys. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, no. Like, we know you. Like, how many cases do you want? Like, you want a pallet? You want a half a pallet? You know, how? I'm like, what? None. Yeah. They're like, you're like, I'll never forget this. My rep, who's a friend of mine, he's a yeah. great guy and I love him. He was like, I think you're going to really regret not ordering any. I'll try to save you a case or two. I'm like, do whatever you want. I'm not on the hook for it. Yeah. My pre order number is zero put it down yep well that same friend called me this week and was like hey man will you try it for me (laughs) 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 it went from him doing me a favor to him asking me for a favor oh god dude Um, and that's what uh, that's what's terrifying about these games is people aren't people aren't seeing that side of it they're in this little bubble of their discord or whatever reddit channel they're on and they're only talking to each other. And I see the same TCG people commenting on the same video, being on the same Discord for each different game that comes out. I literally see the same screen names go from game to game to game, saying it's the next best thing. It's like they're a paid hype machine or this something. This is, um, I've just spent a ton of time thinking about this the last, I'll say, a month or so. Yeah. Um. These whales are pumping and dumping every game. Oh yeah, it's the same. It's the same buyers and sellers in every game. Yep. And I think that's really, you know, that's really weird to me. Um, Card Vagrant just did a video on this. I don't know if you know who uh, Card Vagrant is, but I um, I would highly suggest for anyone who hasn't checked out Card Vagrant, you too, George. The guy's really nice. I can't think of his name, but he does a lot of videos on all kinds of different stuff, um, game related. But he did one talking about when did tcgs all of a sudden become like this stocks game and he talks about how he thinks like rudy had a big input uh big input or Absolutely. not input but big uh influence influence thank you a big and influence i love rudy, on that but that's Me too. and i don't think there's anything bad about what he did i just think huh. a lot of these people that he loves the word timmy's i think of these a lot of people that that will do stuff they'll say um ha ha all these sucker timmy's who didn't buy double masters I put five grand on a credit card to Double Masters cash back. Rudy taught me right. And I'm like, you're a Timmy. 
Do you not realize that you are the people he's making fun of? You are the people who make terrible decisions financially with no money to back any of this up. And then you're saying like, this is a stock, this is an investment, blah, blah, blah. Like it's people like that, that are more focused on the money than the gameplay in these games. And Card Vagrant's, vid Vagrant's video was really cool. I'll put a link in the description um, because he just basically talked about what he felt about that and the, the conversation his LGS and his players had about that. And it was really cool. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that's a, um, that's new, right? Like this is all brand new. Oh, and yeah. I think like, a lot of it's like people like, oh, I can price in and the Alpha Lotus is 200,000. There's half as many of that, or a third as many, or, or yeah. equal as number, whatever, whatever card game you care about. Yep. And they compare it to the Alpha Black Lotus. Yeah. So this has to be three times as expensive if we're around in 30 years. What the hell are you talking about? It's nuts. Why? I I've never Even seen Even if you survive it. 30 years, which, by the way, very few of them will. Yeah. You know how many card games have survived 20 years? Like and do you three, know how many Black Lotuses in the condition that would cost that much money actually survive? Do you right. know there's still people that are selling? Uh, what was the first printing? Unlimited? It wasn't revised. Uh, Black Lotus. I think it was, it was It was Alpha. Or I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The last printing was Unlimited. It was right? revised. They didn't do re Oh, okay. Oh, revised. It was, was it revised? No. It Whatever revised. the earliest Whatever one was, yeah. was, you can still find deals around two or $3,000 for that card. Unlimited. Yeah. You can still find that card dirt cheap in rough condition sometimes. Yeah. And even that card hasn't reached. Why? Let me, let me just say this. Why is a nostalgic sample foil card $5,000? Yeah. Makes Why? sense. That, it makes zero sense it's it's literally you know the hype machine of all these whales and all these investors getting involved and trying to make it seem like this is the next best thing now your thing like mondo 1k was a big a, a big meme thing and that had been around for that to 1k thing had been around a long time obviously there's some investing mixed with collecting i've they're got not no the same problem thing. with people saying i'm gonna put my money in these new card games yeah i don't that's fine with me Yep. What I think is dangerous is like, first of all, like, you know, I'll, I'll be candid. I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on some of these games. Yeah. Um, I didn't over, I, I put zero dollars of it on a credit card that was not paid off at the end of the month. Exactly. None of it exactly. took a penny away from what I put into stocks uh, uh, and other, and you know, other investments. I did too. I, I didn't pull from savings. I used cashback no, credit cards and I paid ridiculous. it off at the end of the month. That was what I did every if time. If I wanted, a, if I want, oh, you still there? Yeah. If I wanted something, I had to go out and earn that much money to go buy that thing. Yes. Have you heard me say that before? I'm sure we've talked about this. My saying has always been, make your hobby pay for itself. When yeah. I got out of this other card game that I was playing recently, I sold all my stuff, you know, for a really good chunk of change. I put it all in the savings and I took a little bit and put it towards Genesis. I took yeah. a little bit to build a pauper deck, which we're going to talk about in a minute. I didn't put $1,500 in a pauper deck. Just be honest with me. Is your pop, how many thousands of dollars is your pauper deck? My pauper deck was 60 bucks and I felt terrible Good. about that. That's called a I felt deck. terrible about it. Um, yeah. What Louis I did was $20, I $20,000 pauper deck is maybe the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I life. love Louie. Okay. I love Louie. But when he saw that, it when I saw that, it got me to want to get back into pauper because that's what I was playing before I was playing the other game. Um, it made me want to get back into it, but I thought, and I even put a message. I said, you're doing it all wrong. Popper's supposed to be cheap. So when he called me and told me about his popper deck, I died. <laughs> I 
thought he was, I thought he was, I thought he was kidding. He gets excited. Like, That's the thing. He's one of those he people that it. he gets excited about something and he does it. Um, yeah. But like wow. with my pauper deck, I went to TCG player. I added the list of the cards yeah. and then I clicked heavy played and I hit go. And nice. everything was the cheapest I could possibly yeah. get, you know? That's, what that's you the do way I did it. Yeah, that's what um, I do. I don't know. So, like, I, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think, like, the big takeaway from the last year and a half has been, like, you, you shouldn't be pricing in uh, where cards will be in 30 years because we don't know if we're going to be here no. in 30 years. No, it obviously, I, honestly, I will, I will be 100% honest here. I wouldn't change anything that I've done in the past where I got all in on the other game. What I would change is I got rid of a lot of my magic stuff for a lot less than what I paid because I was done with magic at that time. Mm. And this is a cycle. And I forget, I think it was Louis said this and he's never been more right. He said, mm. I know, but listen, he re really was here. Uh, I know you say that, but he said magic. The gathering is a transitory game. It's one of those games where people yeah. leave, come back, leave, come back. And it's yeah. absolutely true. There were things that made me leave then that I wish I wouldn't have left for now, because now when I want to get back into it, I'm looking at things and going, okay, I'm going to play differently than before because I'm not going to get as heavily financially invested. But even my common cards and stuff I got rid of, I wish I would have kept that now for Popper. I just didn't I, have that foresight. I really hope Modern Horizons 2 set boosters uh, do well for me in the future. <laughs> yeah, I do. That is a great set. That is a good, great set. Good. I, I'll I be have, honest. Yeah, I uh, I, I, I know you went heavy now. in that. Huh? I have, I have, I have, I have, I have a little bit now. Well, <laughs> my Modern Horizon one at the time, I went pretty yeah. heavy in that. When I got rid of a lot of magic, I I bought boxes or cases of that. I made good money on it back then. Yeah, but now it's tripled. So, so you ready for this? That was my first ever major major buy in Magic: The Gathering for my distro. Yeah, it was a great uh, set. It was a great. They, set. Uh, they were like, you know, they were they were wrapping it up. And they were like, you know, we can get, you know, they had, I think, I think it was like a, a pallet and a half left. Yeah. And I was like, hey, like, make me a deal on all of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they did. That's my first ever, I would say, like, probably decent six-figure buyout of Magic. From a wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it was such Lucky. a good set. That, Lucky. I like Battlebond <laughs> a lot, too. I thought Battlebond was really good. Um, and you know, that, that was right before, like, my store barely had access to it. Gotcha. Yeah, those were the two that I went pretty heavy in, but I made good money on when I got rid of them. But now I wish Battlebond I had. Bond's crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's a good set. Um, So before we move on to, which we're kind of already moved on to Magic, but I want to mention one more thing about Genesis. Um, I'm going to share the screen with you real quick here, George. There were a lot of people asking me, I did a live stream the other day and I posted this in the Discord, um, but there were a lot of people asking me on Coliseum of Fate, there were no like direct links to my page to see the decks that I built because a lot of people want to see the decks I built. A lot of people, even though I told you, you know, I've only played like 10 games, there were a few people that tested my decks out and said, these are really good competitive decks. So oh, I must good. be doing the building part right. I yeah. just need to figure out the the actual sitting down and playing part better. But um. If anyone's interested, I'll put this link in the description, but these are all the decks that I've built uh, down here. These are the original decks I built. And then I did some like redos of the, uh, of the decks that I built. But like today I created this true thrust deck. I, I like dragoons from final fantasy. So yeah, I like, too. yeah. So long and satire are very similar to dragoons. So I named them after some dragoon moves in final fantasy. I thought that was pretty cool, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll stop sharing that. We'll move on to something else here in a minute, but I wanted to share that. And then uh, are you seeing this here, deck yep. box? Okay, so 
these are the pauper decks since we're switching gears into magic for a minute uh these are the pauper decks i built these aren't my original designs I, I wanted to do a black and red deck and i found this black and red goblins um looks really fun it's a lot of burn and a lot of like uh artifact destruction to um you know do damage to the other player uh it's got a really good sideboard of a bunch of cards too um classic stuff you see in a lot of sideboards but anyways I built this for like 60 bucks. My brother, uh, Doobster recently bought a pauper deck as well. So we're going to awesome. start playing together. Yeah. Which is really cool. And then I also built this familiars deck, which is very similar to my Brago King eternal commander deck I used to have. So when I saw this, I was like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta rebuild this, uh, deck, you know, for pauper. Um, so I don't think I changed anything up in this either. I kind of like grabbing someone else's list, George, and then, uh, tuning it as new cards come out for what I think is better or what I think yeah. fits my play style. Um, but yeah, so like, it was pretty cool. I got some of these dust to dust for like $2 and they were original from the dark. They said they were heavy played. And when I got them, they were like lightly played or barely. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. yeah. So like I actually made out on some of these, but, uh, but yeah, so those are my pauper decks. Those are on uh, uh deck box in case you guys have ever used this. I'll put a link to that below. If you want to look at those decks. Um, but this is the next thing we're talking about. So I'm going to bring this up. Uh, Dominaria United Commander decks. I just messaged you about this. What last yeah. night? I was like, are you going to get the commander decks in? Wow. Um, Cause you're my LGS now, basically. Gotcha. Um, what do you think about these? Have you looked at these? Has anyone That's in the funny. store uh, talked about them? It, it takes a lot for me to know a lot about commander decks. In yeah. These sets. Yeah. Uh, I know about these. Uh, cause yeah. everybody messaged me about them. Yeah. <laughs> you're in very good company. Well, um, you got two two awesome commanders, first of all. And second up, of all, you got the cards here. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you got great colors. Like, okay, my favorite to ever play in Magic is red and black. And I mm -hmm. love white too, though. I've always liked white. So a red, black, and white commander deck for me is like my dream come true. Which, yeah, there's it's not like that's new. But specifically with this with this commander and with the way the deck works, it looks super fun. It's something I want to get. Then I saw the Jared one, the Pain Bow. Yeah. Not only is the name awesome, but it's a five color deck. And if anyone's ever played five color decks, you know how much fun they are. Uh, Dominaria United is going to be one of the best sets they've done in a long time. Oh yeah. Um, I <clears throat> the demand for it is off the chart. Oh yeah, totally off the chart. Yep. Um, and it's funny. I was kind of worried when they said um, they're going to put in the Legends cards into the Collector Booster Packs. That I was like, oof, how bad is this set going to be if they feel the need to do that? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, that seems really gimmicky. Like, Well, and they didn't find them. Let me just say, they didn't just find pallets of legends cards i will not speculate on where these boxes came from jordan and how dare you sir i will gladly speculate on these i uh i and everyone else know that there is no air conditioned space where these were just sitting at wait you're not one of the tinfoil hats that think they printed them are you oh i don't think they printed them i think they okay, bought good. i think they bought them from people like rudy i think they bought oh i don't them. think that's true i think i think they really i, I don't think they found them i think they knew they were there 
Okay, I guess I guess maybe I fall somewhere in between the two. That maybe yeah. they either knew they had them and they didn't have enough, so they bought some from collectors. That I, I could, don't I that don't I think buy. that they did one or the other hundred percent. I think there's some people were right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were that you were gonna go to those no, tin bills that, that I don't think like, they, they printed them. them. No, I don't think that at all. Guys, that's you a would big know idea. immediately anyone who knows anything about magic would know immediately if they were reprinted. That there's was no way too. there's no way to reproduce that same 30 year old piece print, of paper. 30 year old yeah. shit there's no way that that happened yeah, 20 year old yeah whatever it is i'm i'm old as I shit do. now so are you yeah, i know it's getting fun ain't it i'm just time just goes man time doesn't matter all that matters <laughs> yeah. is the coffin and when you have kids um, then this gray shit starts showing up yeah it's it's all i fun wish i had gray me. shit i got no shit <laughs> um True, yeah i'm, I'm sorry that's yeah, all right dominaria united is gonna be a really great set um yeah I, I mean, like, I, the last set that I think I had this kind of demand for was probably Throne. Yeah, that was a good set. I like that one, too. That was right when I got out. Well, Throne was crazy. Because Throne yeah. was just, like, straight OP. Straight, yeah. <laughs> Throne was just straight OP when it came out. Oko, right? He was... Oko, Oko was, was OP. Yeah. I mean, like... Yeah. I, you know, if you listen to the Magic podcast at the time of, like, you know... Oh, Yeah. They were like begging for this to be like rotated out as quickly. Dude, as people possible. hated it. I remember watching Commander Quarters, I think it was, and they were they hated it. Yeah. Or the Command yeah. Zone, whatever it one it is, with Josh Lee Kwai and those guys. Yeah. They yeah, absolutely I to hated MTG it. Goldfish. And oh, like, okay. they were yeah, just yeah. like, this is brutal. Yeah. That's like, this, bad. This, this, that's this is totally brutal. They thought that um, it was bad as well. Yep. And like, you know, like I get the similar, it's not the OP that is um, uh, thrown, but I get the same level of excitement for this set that I did for Throne. Yeah, so why do you think all of a sudden people like my people at my age decide to leave and get back into magic? And what do you think my reason for getting back into specifically this set was? Do you have any well, idea? My gut is like it's Liliana the Veil. My my main reason? Nostalgia. Your main reason I will nostalgia. Make it like yeah, it's a fun set. So it's fun because set. it's because it's all the old stuff that I grew up yeah. with, all these characters coming back. It's because my boy Ajani is a frigging Phyrexian now. Like that. Dude, I'm not kidding you. I told my brother is the biggest Johnny fan in the world. He literally read that and he called me. He's like, oh, a tear in my eye. That was that was really sad. I'm like, yeah, dude, he was the best character. And now he's now he's evil. You know, it's like, oh, no. So it's it's the it's definitely the the background lore and all that stuff that really, really hits hard, man. Yeah, I mean, like I they've really um, they've nailed the set. They've nailed the set. Oh, um, yeah. I'm a little, you know, I'm a little anxious with the next set now, if I'm being candid, but, um, I, okay. I know how, how, well, we have like 50 Dominaria sets coming after this. So yeah, I, we'll I mean, okay. like I, you know, <laughs> I do think it's just like, God, wizards love producing sets. They yeah. just love making sets. No, it's like they, unbelievable. They do. And reprints be damned. Everything is still, uh, I, I'm taking it. I'm going back into magic without focusing on the financial value, which has made it more I, fun. Um, I that's think that's what I promised to myself magic. to do. Yeah. Like if you're like, I mean, like, you know, I got no problem holding some magic bags. Um, no problem. Um, but like, listen, like, you know, I don't know. Like, I think all these games are far more, more enjoyable to play if you're not constantly refreshing what they're worth. No. And that's the biggest thing. And like, I'm looking right now, I was just looking through here to see what cards had some of the value for the people that were wondering, like we got a death storehouse reprint. We have a uh, circle of loyalty, which I think is still worth a little bit, sort of the chosen. Like there are, and there's the new cards like, uh, oh, that's a great looking card. I like that card. Which one? 
the sword of the chosen that's a great oh yeah the original artwork there is fantastic yeah um but like you look at some of the new ones here like the uh cadric soul kindler um and then what was the other one the reaver cleaver is already like 16 bucks but like so there's a lot of value in these commander decks if you're someone who collects them for the value uh i think these are the good commanders too right these aren't the cheap commanders this no time. yeah these yeah. are these are the good ones like this is this is going to be a really really good uh group of commander decks to play and it, it from first appearance it looks like they're going to be really good against each other which is uh an important thing i was trying to see if there were any other i thought there were a few more in here i think mana cannons is already running pretty high price range but anyways there's there's just a bunch of them in here that uh coalition relics been reprinted in here so there's just a lot of cards in general that people want and uh i think that's the biggest thing is we're in a situation where you have this nostalgia not only the nostalgia but you have decks that people are actually going to want to play that don't feel like the commander decks in the past george to me most recently have just felt like we got to do a commander deck for this well, set again. What do we throw in there to make it? I work? so this, I, I, let me let me defend Watsi here for a minute. Not, yeah. not something I'm accustomed to doing. Uh, they <laughs> be do, careful what you say. <laughs> now I'm telling you. So they do the twenty dollar commander decks for every release. They these they they did for a long time. Yeah, and people hated them. Yeah, players hated them. I loved them because here's the thing: when somebody in my situation, if somebody just came in from boot camp for. 10 weeks they're out of magic they haven't played magic in 10 yep. weeks yep they're like hey what's happened the last two months and it's not just boot camp if you have a store you're gonna get a whole bunch of new customers saying what do i what do i buy i want to get back into it that 20 dollar deck was perfect dude i love them too i'm not saying the yeah. 20 dollar ones were bad there were some really really good 20 dollar ones but then there were a few that just felt like and they weren't the twenty dollars ones. That's what's funny when they jumped That's the price true. back up. Yeah, they were like forty or fifty, and they had crappier cards That's than rough. the twenty dollars ones. Rough. And I'm like, what That's are rough. these? Like, what are they well, doing? You know, I, I'm sure you saw they're going to Pioneer decks now. Yeah, coming up soon. Yeah, I I'm that. a little skeptical on that. That I don't like as much. It never really took off, and I don't see it taking off in the future. To be well, honest. they're they're trying hard. Yeah, <laughs> I could see trying hard. I could see Popper precons being more successful than than pioneer precons uh, there's no money in them they don't want to make that card well there there isn't unless they do what i forget who said it before they got like convince professor more louis to buy those two thousand dollar properties I, well what they were talking again. about doing is like uh I, I think it was the professor but this was years ago someone someone had the idea of if they did pauper decks it would be like an an artist would do the deck so like they would pick an artist to do that whole deck and it would be collectible because you'd be like, oh, I love that artist. I want to buy their whole deck. I want to buy all those cards. But then again, people would buy the decks, break them down, sell the singles like we always see, and you'd lose some of that value. So so I don't know what the what the answer is. But yeah, I don't know if Pioneer decks, they tried this with those, what were the other decks for standard? Um, and those standards dead. So those never took off. Those are terrible. Who's going to I have so play, many of those. Yeah, who's going to play standard in None. person anymore when Nobody. you can play it on arena and you don't have yeah. to spend cards each season? You know, it's... Yeah. That's why we see set boosters and not draft boosters anymore. Yep, 100%. Yeah, I mean, that's the big reason. Um, Anyway, so that was enough about Magic. We are on to a new segment, and if there's anything you want to add, feel free, but I think we're just going to talk about these two unless there's cool. something you want to add. Um, no. We are on a new segment that we're going to call Graveyard Games. And what this is, is it's not dead games. 
It's games that have come out or games that are coming out that look very interesting and we'd like to see them survive. We'd like to see them grow or we'd like to play them and be able to spread the word on these games before they end up a, a dead game. So uh, the games that we're going to talk about today, and I'm going to share the screen again. The first one is going to be Vagrant Song. Now, I don't know if you do you have Malifaux in your store or have you heard of Malifaux? Do you, you don't do anything with miniatures? Malifaux is like a painted miniature game that's been really, really popular. Refuge Gaming has it at their store, too, um, which I've done a, a video about them. That's yeah, you're familiar to the LGS is on my show. What are you doing? Yeah, here? exactly. Yeah. Twice so now. Refuge Gaming is awesome. They they have weird uh, products, which is uh, Weird Games, who makes this. But Vagrant Song popped out at me because I was watching a review of this game from someone did it when they were at Gen Con. And the game sold out everywhere right now. You can't get it. There's there's back orders like crazy. But what it is, is this is your board here. And you play as these people on a train. And you're trying to get through the train and defeat, defeat these ghosts along the way. And they're called haints in the game. That's like an old-timey word for ghosts, apparently, which I never knew. But this is some of the artwork here. And this is just kind of a breakdown of how good the looking artwork. Works. It's good really, artwork. really cool. It reminds me of Cuphead, that new that game. Yeah. Not new, but, you yeah, know, yeah, that, yeah, 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 that yeah. new style, older or old style new game. Um, explore the haunted train, work with your friends in a 30 plus hour co-op campaign that they're oh going to do add-ons for, uh, fight to save the humanity of the train's captured inhabitants. So what you're actually doing is you like, from what I read, you're trying to defeat the enemy and give it, give it its humanity back to try to make it pass on. So you're not just defeating something and moving on. It's actually like there's stories behind each one of the characters that you help pass on to the other side. And once you do that, the, the game, you know, you go through different levels and you read a part out of the book that's backstory for that character. But there's different uh, vagrants, they call them, which are the characters you play as. Curse Breaker, Empress, Songsmith, Revivalist, Runaway, and Wayfarer. Um, and then this is a breakdown of the gameplay. I'm not going to read all this to you guys, but you can go to the website. I'm going to link all this stuff below. Um, but you alternate turns with vagrants and haints. So it, it's very similar to how, uh, uh, what was the game that I bought at, um, origins? Why can't I think of it? Uh, Gloomhaven. I bought Gloomhaven light and this very much, it's very similar to how Gloomhaven works. Um, but you use these coins to perform different actions. You got movement on the board, like a typical board game. Uh, you got dice rolls. And then there's coins and things you collect along the way to buy other things. Uh, but yeah, look at this artwork, dude. I knew, you know That's what's up my alley right away. Yeah. Like, it's it's super cool. But this is one that I want to get my hands on. I actually reached out to the company and they gave me a lot of really good information. And they gave me some graphics and stuff to use in the videos. And they said their marketing team is going to reach out to me. I didn't ask them for anything. Like I didn't say, send me some free product. I did say, if you guys have any brochures, like printed brochures or anything cool like that, you could send to me. I'd love to look over it in person more. Yeah. Um, they were super, super nice. Got back to me the day I sent them an email and uh, said that they would love to have me talk about it on the channel. So not sponsored or anything. It just looks cool. And I want to talk about it. So anything you think about this? No, it looks good. I mean, like yeah. it looks good. Those looks kind of interesting. Things. Looks fun. It's actually pretty unique. Yeah, that's what um, I thought. My problem with a lot of board games is they, you know, a lot of them feel very samey after yeah. a little while. Sure. This doesn't look that way. No, and it, like I said, even though it reminded me of like, I bought Gloomhaven, uh, Lion's Den or whatever it's called. This looks very different than Gloomhaven. We carry Gloomhaven. It does, it does, but keep in mind, I'm the kind of person that's new to board games. So oh, looking, okay. So looking at, uh, let me go down here. 
Looking I mean, like, at, I'll be honest, I would I would probably play this. Yeah, like looking I'd, at these, I'd, I'd, I'd probably buy it and try to play with my wife. Well, and maybe this is something like since I'm new to board games, maybe this is something that's in a lot of board games. But let me explain the part that made me feel like it was like Gloomhaven. The fact that you have these coins that you're putting on the card to represent their certain things. I don't know how yeah. common that is in board games, but this this part reminded me of Gloomhaven and how you kind yeah. of move around. Um, and to be board game people, I'm probably driving you crazy because you're like, that's how all board games play. But I'm new to it. I'm no, just getting I mean, into like, this, I don't. So. I mean, I don't think that's true. Like, I, I get, yeah. I get where you're coming from. So that was that was the first game I wanted to talk about. That's cool. um, I like that one. That's a good one. Like I, like like one. I said, George, if you have any ideas next time we talk, yeah. feel free to bring Thank them on here because that's what uh, this I'm gonna, is for. I might try to see if I can get the game. That's yeah, I'd, I'd love to That's get a good it. looking game. I like that uh, one. This is another one that I actually backed on Kickstarter. It's just a standalone card game. It's not trading card game, but it's called Trick Draw. And the artwork really drew me to this game. Um, and then I watched a few reviews of the game where people already played it and it had been at a bunch of cons. But basically, uh, a standard deck was like $24 on Kickstarter and it supports up to five people. So if you have an additional copy, it increases that maximum of players to 10. Seamlessly, seamlessly increase. Seamlessly, they Come say. Come on, buddy. Um, so, so on, from buddy. what I've seen, it's a lot of people have really been liking the gameplay. This is it. your artwork. Yeah. Isn't this stuff? Yeah, this is not I my mean, artwork. This, I can see totally why you like this thing. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I, this, this is, is not my thing, but I, I can see why this you is like totally my, my type of thing for sure. But can we um, talk for a second about how like Tom Vassell from the Dice Tower is like the best marketer in America by a mile? Yeah. I mean, that's where I saw. I had never even heard of yeah, that place. Yeah, of course. Place. That's where everybody that's sees where like, I Tom found Vassell stuff. Yeah. runs the board games. Yeah, so this, uh, let me see if I can, there was a little breakdown of, here it is, yeah. So Trick Draw, Trick Draw is a card game set in the world of Salundria, a sprawling land of thieves, wizards, cowboys, and knights. Uh, yeah. In the game, players take turns collecting treasures, piecing together powerful combos to ultimately become the local hero villain of Trick Draw Junction. Um, a standard deck, yeah, I already read that. But basically, it's like a lot of back and forth with card flipping, and like cards are hidden, and you collect coins that'll allow you to buy like other other cards, and you can basically flip cards to do certain combos. Like you can know what's under what that card is, but other people may not know what that card is, which yeah. allows you to kind of pull some of these combos off. Um, but from what I saw in the gameplay, it looked fantastic. And for 25 bucks, I was like, that's a no brainer. Like artwork wise, it attracted me. And that's then when funny. I, saw like, the review, I tell those people know, all the time. They're like, I want to get into a card game, like play Dominion. I've never heard of Dominion, actually. Never heard of it. What? I've never heard of it. No. Did you mention it on here once before and told me no. I needed to try well, it? Well, probably. There was some really? card game you told me about or some uh, board game or I'll something. Try to, I'll, I'll try to even get a box of Dominion. We'll play it when you're here. Okay, uh, cool. Like, it is the old, it's like a very old card game. Okay. It's very good. Very simple. Now, you got to remember, very cheap, I, like I've told good. you before, I'm old school magic. So anything... Anything magic was my thing up until uh, the game that shall not be named. Anything up until that was magic was my thing. I was in nothing yeah. else. I mean, like, um, except for game, it's except really for affordable. Spellfire and stuff like that. When that came out around the time magic came out, I was into those. But yeah, I, I think it probably me in the house somewhere. I'll I'll I'll, I'll bring it when you're in awesome. and play Dominion. Yeah, yeah. So I had never heard of it, but anyways, that was Vagrant Song. That was Trick Draw. Um, I just uh, the first one looked Vagrant Song looked very good. Like Vagrant, like that one looked very yeah. good. Yeah. It looks super fun and it's pretty affordable too. I think, you know, I mean, it's the price of most board games. It was like 50 bucks or something, but um, I'll say this. These new board games are banana pants expensive. Yeah. Some of them, some of them are well, just like so crazy to me. I bought that Gloomhaven, whatever it is. Lion's not, from Lion. not from your LGS. Well, I Not from your LGS. I don't have an LGS around here. Well, I have one, but I don't like to give that person money. Oh, I didn't know you carried it. I bought it at, 
Listen, I bought it at uh, Origins, or, and oh, okay. I thought I was getting a deal there because they were like, oh, it was it was $59.99, and you That's get stickers deal. and all this with it. But then I saw the same game in the LGS not far from me here for $40, and I saw it at Target for $40. For Gloomhaven? The small one. Lion's oh, Den the small or one. Yeah. Like, I think I'm yeah. at $100. I think well, I like, it was $10 more at the con, but yeah. I didn't know. That's it hard. looked interesting. We played it. Me and Angie played it. We figured it was one we could start teaching Louie on, my son. Um, yeah. So that's why we bought the light version, they called it, you know, because it's just a little easier to pick up and play. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. But I'm that's excited great. about this foray into board games and having this yeah. new section where we can talk about this stuff. No, it's a great uh, idea. Especially as someone who's who's new to the board game stuff. Yeah. But um, listen, dude, I know we've been talking oh. forever. Thank you guys for sticking in as long as you did. If you oh, made thank it all you. the way through. Um, I'll be at Compete Sport on September 17th. So if you guys want to see me, me too. and Angie, and Ollie will be, will be there, there too. Who will? Ollie, my dog. Oh yeah, Ollie will be there. I should bring my card to have you sign it. I need to have Ollie sign it. sign it. Can you put a, a pen yeah. between their little yeah, paws? Yeah, put a little paw print. That'd be, oh, dude, that'd be fantastic. You should do that. Ollie will hate it. A little a little ink pad? That's right. Ollie's my wife saw who we are. I don't know, dude. PETA might get called then. Uh-oh. That's all I need is one of the, one of the group to hate me. That's and all if, I need. And if you bring your dog in, we could all get kettle cough. So or that's kettle true. cough, whatever. That's true. <laughs> I said kettle cough. Like it's a that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> we all got it. We all got it. Well, listen, <sighs> thanks as always, George. Yeah, but um, thank you for the time. And uh I'll see you on September 17th, dude. Yeah, I can't man. wait. See you soon. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I said the wife will be there as well. Genesis yep. B O C and T. She's gonna try to do some stuff there as well for the channel. So cool. this should be this should be a good time. Exciting. So. Awesome, man. Cool, Take care. We'll Appreciate see you soon, you. guys. Thank you, everyone. Yep, see you all soon. Bye.